Welcome to the Channeling Spirit Virtual Summit, a platform where we have invited spirit to share messages, healings, and transmissions with all of us. May this energetic experience help us to expand our awareness and to deepen the relationship we have with our higher self, our spiritual team, and with Source, however we define them. Thank you for being here and for taking part in this amazing journey. So welcome back to the Channeling Spirit Virtual Summit. We are in the earlier stage of episode three with Angela Anderson. Uh, really looking forward to this conversation. Um, there's uh, there's some behind the scenes conversations that she and I are starting to get into, which are really exciting for me as well, which is a lot of fun, which I'll, I'll let you all know about. Um, but it plays with this idea of finding balance between the the divine feminine and the divine masculine. Um, Angela, and I'll let her introduce herself to you guys. She tends to work with women mostly. Um, and so I was inspired to play off of her skill set and to partner with her so that we can offer something that is more focused on both genders and potentially even offering something for men with her input representing the divine feminine. And so this is something that she and I are playing with, which is really exciting. Um, and so more on that in as we uh, flesh out the details. Um, so thank you for being here, Angela. It's an honor to have you here. Very excited. Um, as some of you know, Angela was part of our panel discussion last season in preparation for this season. And so she and I have already had a wonderful conversation with others. Uh, so I'm curious to see what comes forward today and I will let her introduce herself and then we will go from there. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for putting this on. I feel that it is completely an inspired event that everybody who's here is in exactly the right place at the right time and that we're going to have this amazing collective energy and collective experience together today and that that will be transmitted to anybody who listens later as well so thank you thank you for that um i'm going to keep my introduction simple and i'm going to also just thank those people who were here that i know so it's lovely to see you thank you for showing up i'm excited to have you here um, as daniel said i'm angela anderson I live in Kentucky when I'm traveling. I often tell people I'm from this other planet called Kentucky because in places like California, no one knows, no one knows where it is. And I'm, ha I'm right now in Boston helping my oldest kid look for an apartment. So that's been its own adventure. Um, I do work with women primarily, primarily with women entrepreneurs, but that's not always the case. I do what I consider to be holistic coaching, which is personal, professional, and spiritual. Um, we often focus on some of the, what I consider to be soul-based business aspects of someone's life in an attempt to help them align their business with what I call ultimately your soul's potential. So the work that I do is about unleashing your soul's potential. And that is for everyone, obviously not just for women. I do tend to work with women and non-binary people. So 
I'm excited about Daniel's proposition to start talking about the divine feminine and the divine masculine because I've had some downloads around that experience. Um, I have a child who's a non-binary child and not they're not a child, they're an adult, but <laughs> they're my child. So uh, yeah, so I'm super excited to to dive into that a little bit more too. So thank you. Absolutely. And so this is ultimately a conversation in season one, one of the speakers said, well, what are we going to talk about? Because this is Daniel's show. This isn't my show. This is your show. So this conversation is really led by you and your team. And so I would love to kind of, you know, give you that, that opening. Um, however you want this to go forward, if you want to have a conversation with me, or if you want to share some things, um, happy to go with whatever direction feels right for you. Thank you. Yeah, when you um, you gave the invitation to kind of ask what our team wanted, and so I checked in. Sorry, I'm on a round chair. Um, I checked in, and the information that I received is really about helping people start to build the muscle of intuition and about helping them. Because when people come to me, when clients come to me, they're coming to me for um, clarity and guidance. And it's amazing. And I love doing that. And I also feel, and the team team feels that it's really important to help people learn how to do that more and more and more on their own. And a lot of what I hear most often when someone comes to me is that they probably think they're getting intuitive messages or intuitive hits, and they're not fully trusting themselves. And so I would love to be able to walk people through a process today to help them build those skills and build that muscle for themselves. I think that is wonderful, and I look forward to, to to being part of that conversation as a listener. Um, one of the things which is interesting, and I'll bring this up because it's relevant to what you're saying, the interesting thing about this season in particular is, and I think I may have shared this with you as well, but I wanted to create a platform that gives spirit a voice. And in doing so, I've been reaching out to people that connect with spirit at the other end of the continuum, which is they hear voices, they see images, they have conversations, they're able to allow energy to go through them to take over their bodies and all of these things. That's the that's what I'm referring to as the other end of the, the continuum. But most of us, and to some degree myself included, because even though I'm learning all of these things, I'm a very slow learner. Um, and so there's an element where most of us are channeling energy and we don't recognize it or we don't know what to do with it we don't uh, appreciate it um manage it you know deal with it sort it out all of these things and i think this is a very valuable part of particularly this season because there's a number of people that i've invited to be speakers in this season that that are going to bring up the subject and so i love this topic uh, that you're that you're bringing forward thank you yeah are we ready to dive in Great. So we have, I think, about 90-ish minutes, right? Is that right? Okay. Um, I tend to run long. I'll try to be aware of that, just so you know. <laughs> um, I, will, I will keep on top of it. And um, I will do absolutely everything in my power to kind of give you this whole experience so that you can walk away with something. And I'm going to guide you through, everyone who's here and listening on the call later, guide you through that process. And then at the end, um, if anybody is interested in learning a little bit more or going a little bit deeper, I can talk about how to make that happen too, if that's okay. So I'm just going to say that this, this we titled this in order to fit it on the screen, <laughs> um, how to access spirit to live your divine calling. 
And in my, as I always say, my loquacious way, the title that I gave it was Your Divine Calling, How to Access Spirit to Break Through Your Inner Glass Ceiling, Build Your Soul-Based Business, or Create Meaningful Change on the Planet. And so um, I could talk about each of those things individually for a very long time, but we're just going to kind of get to it. So today's really both an overview of a process that I have learned and been working with my own clients on for about 15 years. And then then the very specific steps that you need to do in order to, as I say, walk away with something that's really powerful and meaningful for yourself for today. So um, I'm going to just give you kind of the outline first of what the process, not of what the process is, but sort of of the precursor steps. And so when I was when I was downloading, literally like downloading this, because what I did was mm, I just invited in what was wanting to be called forth, right? What was wanting to be called forth in order to be shared with each of you today. And what I learned was this piece around helping you get greater clarity, helping you access your own guidance. And then what are the requirements in order to make that happen? So the first piece that is a requirement is developing a relationship with your inner guidance system. Whether you call that spirit, whether you call that source, whether you call that the universe, whatever you call it, there is a relationship that's happening. And I'm going to repeat that because what I'm hearing is that there is a relationship that's happening, whether you, and if you're on this call, you probably already know that, right? But a lot of people don't. I mean, Daniel talking about that earlier. So a lot of people are receiving information, they're receiving energy, and it's not apparent to them that this is part of, of a greater relationship. So I'm going to tell you there are six steps that you are going to be kind of mm, utilizing in order to develop this relationship. So you're welcome to, if you want to write these down, you can. If not, if you just want to listen, (laughs) that's fine too. You'll get whatever it is that you need to get in this time together today. So the first question, not the first question, the first um, step is to learn how to ask. So I'm going to give you this overview, and then we're going to go through a process that takes you um, deeper into this. So the first piece is learning how to ask. The second piece is learning how to receive. That's a much bigger skill than people may realize. The third one is learning how to release resistance to what's shared with you. The next one is learning how to interpret the information, learning how to release the patterns, your patterns. We can talk more about that. That's a huge piece around this deeper work. And the last one is taking inspired action, right? So what I always say is success is equal to intention plus inspired action. And manifestation, we'd like to talk about manifestation in terms of the law of attraction and all of these things. And it requires action. It's not a passive experience. So um, if it's okay with everybody, I'm going to walk us through a grounding process. Let me check. I want to see who I can see. Hi, Gabby. Um, just checking in with who's here. So years ago, when I first started working with people, I didn't understand this concept of grounding and it got in the way, right? This, this idea, if I'm going to share this because it sounds like it's something important. Um, It feels like it's something important to share for those of you who are working, working with others, not even professionally necessarily, but when you are in any kind of relationship with someone else um, is that the more grounded you are, the easier the process, the easier the experience between you and others is going to be. So I'm going to walk us through a grounding. Oops, sorry. This is not my normal chair. <laughs> it's a little twisty. Um, 
So if you are in a safe place to do so and you feel comfortable closing your eyes, let's do that. I'm going to walk you through a particular kind of grounding practice and I'm going to feel into what everyone who's here needs. And there's going to be one aspect of this particular grounding that's related, that is is for you if you were born female, if you embody the feminine. And if that part doesn't um, resonate for you, if it doesn't relate to you, then just take what works and leave the rest. So if you are in a safe place to do so, please don't do this if you're driving. I invite you to close your eyes. I invite you to close your eyes and just to breathe into your body, breathing in through the crown if you can, just feeling the opening. This group has really beautiful energy. So there's this huge kind of whooshing open of the crown right now. So feeling into that, breathing in through the crown, down into your body, down through your throat and your chest. In your belly, in your pelvis, your thighs, your knees, your legs, your feet, and into the earth. And using the breath to call yourself home, just using the breath to remember who you are, calling back any energy of yours that you may have inadvertently shared with others bringing all of you home in this moment. And on the next exhalation, see a cord of light grow from the base of your spine to the center of the earth. And with every breath, feel that get stronger and more intense. Feel that connection deepen. Taking another deep breath. And this time on the exhalation, if you are in the body of a feminine person, see a cord of light grow from your uterus or your uterine space to the main cord that you created. Good. And on the next exhalation, see cords of light grow from your ovaries or your ovary spaces to the main cord that you created. And another deep breath in. This time, see a cord of light from the female creative space, which is about the size of an orange and a few inches in front of the pubic bone. And watch that cord grow to the main cord that you created. And we're almost done. Deep breath in. It's time for everyone to see cords of light from the sciatic nerves in the base of the hips grow to the main cord that you created. And continuing with the breath. And this time, pretending that you're Spider-Man and seeing cords of light from all 10 fingers and all 10 toes from the palms of the hands and the soles of the feet. And feel that light those cords penetrate the earth's crust, dig down and find a safe, strong hold for you. 
Beautiful. And continuing with the breath and expanding your awareness, feeling it first inside your body and then extending beyond you, outside of your body. And together as a collective, extend your awareness to each other. Extend your awareness all the way to me as I extend my awareness all the way to you. And together in this safe, sacred space, we reach up, we reach out, we seek all potential, all possibility, all questions, all answers. We simply say yes and thank you and so it is and so it shall be. Whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Let me just let me just check in with everybody. I'm feeling like I can just take one quick share if anybody wants to, for whomever might want to share how they're feeling right now. How are you feeling after that grounding practice, arriving from wherever it was you were arriving from? Let's see that we've got a chat. Let's see. I'm connected. Thank you. Yeah, Sandra said she's feeling really connected. It was a really powerful connection today. Thank you for everybody who is who's here sharing that. Okay. So let's jump in. Oops, somebody's talking. Let me find you. It was just somebody that joined unmuted. They're uh, muted now. You. Okay, thank you. Janet says, I love listening to you. Janet, I love listening to you too, <laughs> feeling you. Carolyn says, I feel every key in you. Carolyn, I'm not sure if that means every key or if that means something else. I'm not understanding. <laughs> Sorry, I meant I felt everybody and I felt your energy as well. I really felt connected. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, felt everyone. Thank you. Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And someone says beautiful grounding. Oh, there we go. Arab, you've got it. Thank you. Okay, my chat box is a little not I usually have multiple screens and right now I don't so forgive me for that. Okay. Excellent. Okay. So as we get started today, I'm going to invite everyone to choose a specific area that you want to get clarity on. So when someone comes to me and at this point I've been doing this for a while, so I've done thousands of these sessions and someone will come because they're seeking clarity on something. Often that's a big decision, but it doesn't have to be a big decision. So for today, it feels like choosing something in the middle ground, right? Not something that's sort of your life is dependent on it in this moment, but choosing something that you'd like clarity on that's significant enough that you can feel the energy around it, okay? And you don't have to tell us what that is, but just, just pick an area, Um like I said earlier, I'll often work with women who are working on their soul-based businesses, who are aligning their businesses and their lives with their soul's potential. I will also say that I work with a lot of women who, like me, have had sexual abuse situations in the past. And sometimes that comes up as something that we're working on as part of the holistic experience. So it can be anything that you want to um, focus on as long as, again, it's not a life-threatening or <laughs> life-dependent situation. And so, and I'm going to ask you to just set a really clear intention. Now, if we had more time, we would go through a long process of setting an intention. But one thing that I want to um, 
and feels important to share with you right now is that this kind of intention, it isn't a shallow intention. It's not a flippant intention. It's not something that you just kind of show up and like, oh yeah, this is what I want to do. It's really about just, we'll just take a moment. So if, if you are again in a, in a space where you can do this, just close your eyes. Maybe put your heart on your chest, on your, on your heart, put your hand on your heart, what I meant to say. And just ask yourself, right? just ask yourself, what is your deeper intention for this experience today? What is your deeper intention for this experience today? What is the clarity that you're seeking? And when you have that, think it really clear, specific, and name what would you like to walk away with? What do you want to walk away with? What's the takeaway that you're looking for, right? Again, when I'm doing sessions and someone, we start a session, some point in the first 10 minutes or so, I will ask, what do you want to walk away with? And it can be something that can be super tangible. It can be something that's a little bit less tangible, right? I want to feel more confident. I want to have clarity on the next steps in my business. I want to talk about this particular relationship and resolve a conflict, whatever that is. Okay. So pick something that you want to walk away with. Great. Now in a minute, we're going to, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to ask you to ask a really clear question. This is super, super important. Okay. And when I say ask a clear question intuitively, let me talk a little bit about what that means. So when I'm doing when I'm doing readings, what I'm doing is I'm reading the energy of the situation. I'm reading the field. Okay. And so when people come in and they're asking questions and they're talking about things that are, for instance, let's say, so let's say uh, there's a mom and she has two kids and she wants to know how her kids are, Joe and Sally, right? How are, how are Joe and Sally? Right. And so, but what I what I say is that Joe and Sally have very different energies. Everything in the universe, as you know, has energy. And so that's what's happening in, in this particular kind of reading that I do is that I'm reading the energy of the experience. And so it's really important to get clear in the question so that the energy that you're reading is very clear. So don't mix energies in your questions is the first tip. Okay. The second piece is to breathe really deeply as you're doing this, right? Breathing deeply helps to release energy in the body. It helps to move energy through the body. It helps to release contraction and constriction. That's super important. You're also going to be expanding your energetic center. You want to feel expansion rather than contraction when you are asking the question. So if you start to feel contraction, then just take a breath, take a step back, feel back into it. And, and really feel into what is the question and then get curious, okay? So let me reiterate those. Don't mix energies in your questions. Breathe deeply as you're asking. Expand versus contract and get curious. So I'm gonna give you just a minute to like feel into that. Feel into what is the clear question that you want an answer to today. And if you're there and you are available to come on camera, that would be amazing and lovely for me. It's much 
I like to see your faces, <laughs> even if they're really tiny on my screen. Thanks, Sandra, for being on the video. Okay, so once you have your really clear question, the next piece is to, and I'm feeling, we'll probably do some demonstration, do some demonstration in a little bit, um, just to give you, give you a visual of this if you haven't experienced it before. So the next piece is to recognize your resistance. So what I mean by that is that as soon as you ask a question, pay attention to these three things, right? So for this, these two things, what is the first thing is what constrictions can you feel in your body? Again, expansion, contraction, where are the constrictions that you, what constrictions are you feeling? And where are your thoughts getting in the way or going off on a tangent? So that part of recognizing your resistance and then moving back into curiosity is really important because when we're first practicing, when we're first at, first asking, when we're first receiving, the mind still gets in the way. Like when I first started doing readings professionally, I was so afraid. I was so scared that I would get on a call and somebody would ask me a question and I would just like, do, 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 would not be able to answer the question, right? And so it becomes really important to recognize your resistance because you have to clear the resistance in order to receive the, the answer, the information. Okay. And then it's also really important to make a decision to receive the information without attachment, without judgment. So a lot of times, like I was um, on a call with a client the other day and she shared something with me and then she said, no judgment. I'm like, you know, there's never I, no judgment from me, but when we're reading for ourselves, we can, we can judge, right? We can, judgment can get in the way of what we are wanting to receive information around. So just being aware of that for you is going to be really helpful. So now receiving the information hmm, so there are so many ways that you can receive the information. There's so many ways that you can receive the information. Here are a couple of them. So one is just to ask yourself, just to check in, like, what do you see, right? There'll be visuals, not for everyone, but for some people. So let me just talk about a couple of these things. So what do you see? What do you feel? What do you hear? And what do you know, right? So the knowing one can be the one that's um, one we have the most resistance around because it's hard to know is it just your mind chatter right is it just you making this stuff up or is it actually a message right and so that becomes clearer the more you practice so what do you see what do you feel what do you hear what do you know so for instance when i'm talking with clients one of the things that i'll often say especially if they've never had a session with me before is i will say that I've had to learn to trust the process. I'm going to say that again. This is really important. <laughs> you have to learn to trust the process because you may see things or hear things or know things that make absolutely no sense to you, right? So here's, here's, here are a couple of examples. So um, I'm remembering a couple of years ago, I was on a call with somebody and, and out of the blue, I just heard, okay, ask about her left leg, left ankle. And I'm like, Okay, I don't know why I'm asking this question. And in the end, and I asked the question, of course, there was something going on and it was related to some an injury that had happened a long time ago. And so you never know what's going to come up. And it's really important just to pay attention to all of the input that you're receiving, right? 
And what do you see, feel, hear, and know? So just if you're okay with it, just type into the chat for me, like, what is it for you? What is the primary sense or what are the primary senses that when you are receiving information or when you're wanting to receive some intuitive information, some intuition, what shows up for you? Knowing, okay, great. Okay. Hope and Carolyn both say knowing. Daniel says knowing. All right. Clear sentience. Got a lot of that going on. All of them. Sandra says, yeah. Excellent. Okay. Good, good. So, Jillian, knowing and hearing. Right. And so, hearing can be a couple of different things, right? Hearing can be actually audio, like external sort of voices. Um, or it can also just be in your mind, like knowing, I mean, hearing, kind of hearing words in your mind versus knowing. Ardent hearing in your head. Yes, absolutely. Yep. And I get, I get all of those. And so one of the things that I've had to learn to do in addition to figure out, is it just me or am I hearing some, am I actually receiving information is to mm, go with my gut and go with what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling and share that with clients because that is the information. This is what I learned years ago, what I was told during a session, heard during a session when I was feeling frustrated about the information not being very linear. So yes, sometimes we can receive information that's very linear. I've been on calls with clients where I've told them to go to very specific parts of their house that I've never been to and find particular objects and things like that. But most of the time, that's not the case. And so what I learned was that as, as someone who receives information, and this will be the same for you as well, whether it's for you or you're working with clients, is that we receive the information in a way that's important for the person who is receiving it to be able to integrate it, right? So it's the integration that is the important piece. And you, whoever's receiving it, unless you're receiving for yourself, it might not make any sense to you. Does anybody have a question about that? I'm, I can see, I'm only seeing a couple of people on screen, so I can't quite tell their questions. But if anybody has a question, just let me know. And Sydney says, knowing, clairsentience, signs. Oh yeah, signs for sure. Yeah, serendipities. Beautiful. Thank you for bringing that one up. Okay. Questions? All right. So we started talking about this piece a minute ago, which is interpreting the signs, symbols, words, images, sounds, feelings, like putting together the pieces of a puzzle. And so hmm, I'm going to, I'll have to do it. I'll have to do a demonstration in, in a little bit. And, and so we can kind of see what this looks like in real life, but it's important for you when you're receiving your own information to not just, obviously a lot of the information that we receive when we're asking for clarity is symbolic. And so how do you then take a symbol and make it into something that's meaningful for you, right? So that's interpreting these pieces and putting them together. Yeah, so um, Sydney is saying, hearing random songs. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. I have amazing stories about hearing random songs um, and communicating with people who have passed on. Thank you for bringing that up. That also makes me remember... Um, uh, bibliomancy, which is when you pick up a book and you turn it to, you know, just like a random page and you receive information from, from that book that way as well. Okay. 
So in the next piece is to intuitively ask the next question. So once you start to get information, it's not just about taking that piece of information and then calling it a day. It is what is the deeper meaning? Why are you getting that piece of information? Why are you seeing that particular symbol or image? Why are you hearing those words in particular? And so when I'm working with clients, what will come up often is they'll want information around something that is seemingly external, right? External in their lives. But they're always being called into something deeper. They're always being called into some greater transformation for themselves. And so it's about asking what's the next question, right? What is, what's the really, what's the deeper meaning of this experience? And the other thing is, you know, just paying attention to what will help you get that next piece of clarity. And now once you receive the information, being in gratitude is super important. Being in gratitude, acknowledging yourself and the universe, and then writing down, um, writing down your takeaways if you are keeping track of those things. So I had there's there's one more step that I'm going to come back to later, but I'm feeling like we might take a volunteer. And I'm curious, I might pick on somebody first and then I might offer up for someone else as well. Is that okay for me to pick somebody? Yeah. All right, Sandra, you open to doing, you're the only person, you're brave enough to have your screen on and I can see you, so. (laughs) Gabrielle is as well. (laughs) I I know, but let me me scooch down. Hi, Gabby. Oops, you're gone on my screen. And Sydney, it looks like. But I am open. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. All right. So I will say that Sandra has worked with me before. So that makes this probably not easier necessarily, but a little less nervous. And I'll say, I'm a little nervous doing this in front of a lot of people. I've done it in front of a lot of people before, but there's always that moment of like, ah, but I, (laughs) and Jillian says she's open as well. Um, And so let me just check in with you, Sandra. Of course, um, asking a question that you're comfortable with receiving public information on is important. Um, I I will just share that often when I'm doing readings, the information that comes up is very personal. And so uh, it's important that anybody who is, who agrees to doing a reading is open to that. I don't, I don't filter what comes through only twice ever. Have I not shared something that came through and there were specific um, potentially damaging reasons for that, um, not for me, not sharing that. So for me, sharing the information. Okay, great. And I will tell you that this is not my favorite chair to sit in to do readings in. So hopefully it'll all work out. Okay. So, um, let me, let me take a breath and get connected. And then I will, as you know, I'll ask you what your first question is. Okay. Oh, and before we get started, what I will um, say is for everyone else, if you can keep your energy as clean as possible, right? So what that means is don't send energy to anyone else in our experience right now, in our collective experience. Just um, if you are wanting to kind of feel into it, just make sure that your container is clean and that you're not 
sharing energy in, in this. Okay. In terms of either sending or receiving, like taking. Okay. What's your first question? How do I stop the judgment of self around what I feel is a lower amount of hours that I'm putting into my business? So um, uh, two things that are coming up for you right away. The first thing that's coming up for you is... Um, what's my microphone? Um, the first thing that's coming up for you is the, a lot of this has to do with third chakra. I'm getting a lot of, mm, I'm being pulled to the, toward the heart. We'll come back to that in a minute. And I think that's really an important piece of one of the things of what's happening. I'm also seeing for you, um, a time piece, um, what are they called? Uh, with sand in it, these time pieces. Um, and this one in particular is, is white. It's opaque. That's important to share for some particular reason. Um, so, so let's just dive in. And I'm going to kind of interweave this with some things that we shared earlier. So earlier, one of the things that we shared is that it's important to then ask intuitively, like ask what the next questions are to take the pieces of the information, the puzzle pieces, and kind of put them together. So right now, um, put your hand on your heart for me. Breathe into that. Okay. So what's coming up for you? What is happening as I share this information? Well, a lot of emotions because um, I'm really conscious of self-care and time for self and feel as though I'm doing things and making choices on when I do them and feel very proactive but sometimes it feels as though I'm just maybe, how do I say this? I'm not doing the steps that I should be doing, but I'm doing foundational work. So first of all, there are no shoulds, as we say, no shoulds. Um, and the image that I'm seeing for you as you're continuing to talk is this, it's a little graphic. So I'm going to, if anybody doesn't want to hear that, turn off your microphone. Um, so one of the images that I'm seeing for you is that it, it's this image of you having, of your hands having been cut off, right? So let's see what's coming up around that, right? Let's see what's coming up around that because this is, this piece of it is related to So this piece is related to third chakra. This is a disempowerment piece. This is someone or some, not someone. This is an experience or an aspect of your life where your power has been taken away. It's related. All of these pieces are related, right, as we know. And so I'm also being directed toward some uh, a particular time in your life, probably about the time you were 17. It could have been 14, but somewhere between 14 and 17, where you, there was an experience of this kind of disempowerment. So what comes up for you when I share that? Honestly, I thought I had worked my way through this. Uh, there was a moment where uh, I came home to my family home as a teenager. And it's probably closer to 17 years of age. And 
my boyfriend was there with my mom and they were by themselves. So, so what would be your next question? What would you like to know about that, about this whole experience of what's happening right now? Well, now as an adult, I feel the innocence of it. And and I've done uh, a lot of work around my mom's energy and understanding her needs. And I honestly feel in this day now sitting here that it was very innocent. It feels, um, I may, may I be blunt? Please. Feels like you're trying to talk yourself into that. And that's not to say that this has or that anything happened or didn't happen, but the energy of this is that you're trying to talk yourself into that. It's so weird. The feeling from my, my elbows down to my, with my whole hands feels like numbness. Yeah. Take a deep breath. Okay, let's tap on your heart. So what would you like to do with this information? Where would you like to go in this moment? I'd like to let go of the energy that it's, that's, that's holding me back because of it. So one of the things that just came up for you is that you can't let go of anything. You literally can't let go if you have no hands. Right? If, if I have no hands, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm growing hands. <laughs> yeah, I guess it felt out of control. Well, and there's a sense of betrayal, right? Yeah. Some fear and some betrayal, and there is a relationship that is. Mm, I'm trying, there's, there's a piece that I'm trying to get to. Um, give me a minute. So when, what's the relationship between your business and betrayal? I mean, there's some relationship there. I have no idea other than maybe working with clients who feel like they've been betrayed. Mm. It feels like it's more about this piece of time, this 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 sense that you should okay. should be working more than you are, right? Who are you betraying by not working more than you are? Um, myself and my husband, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, I want feel- I want to be further along, but I'm I guess I'm not taking the action steps. Hmm. Or what I what I feel are the action steps. I guess I'm I because I, 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 I yeah. I could stutter around that a ton, but it's okay. So well, one last question. What would you like to know? What is an action step that I can take to get through this? Get through this, meaning be more specific. What is this? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling like it's the energy of my mom. There's, there's health issues going on with my mom right now too. So I guess this is um, being in a different place around this energy. Yeah, so there's a lot of complication, uh, complicated energy happening here. So this this concept or this energy of betrayal that existed between you and your mom still exists and is informing what's happening now. Okay. So that part of you, that 17-year-old part of you who felt that sense of betrayal and, and within whom it still lives needs to, I don't say needs, um, 
could could take an opportunity to heal that in some capacity. And if that's something that you want to continue to work on later, um, it, it, it's not now in this situation, it's not the time, right? It's not the time to work on a particular part of it, but that would be, there is healing that could happen for that 17 year old one in you who could then, so that then you could mm, have this more positive experience positive isn't the right word, but so that you could have this experience with your mom without the energy of betrayal impacting it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So give yourself a big hug for me. (laughs) How are you feeling? I could see that um, what's going on with her health right now definitely plays into this because I'm realizing that um, I feel like she could be doing something about her health. It's so in-depth, and I guess I feel I'm being betrayed and the possibility of losing my mom because of the way she she keeps doing this. And it's, it's a vicious cycle, but it's generational for her. Yeah. Yeah, and you you brought up something that's really important is that this is not so this is i want to say this is always the case there's always a pattern when someone comes and asks a question when we think a question is about something external like what are my next business why am i not working enough in my business there's always something else behind the scenes and so what you've just highlighted beautifully is that there's a pattern of betrayal that's been happening for a long time in your life right and so this really isn't about hours in your business it's about healing that sense of betrayal thank you so much Angela. you're very welcome as always beautiful to see you wait let's do an acknowledgement okay first i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you what are you walking away with from that to be gentler on myself and how are you going to do that To acknowledge what I am doing. All right. So I'm going to acknowledge you. What would you like to be acknowledged for? How far I've come. And <laughs> you know that. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Just a minute. All right, Sandra. Beautiful one. We acknowledge you. Mm, we feel your heart. We see the radiance of you. We know the depth of you. We feel your compassion and your commitment. We acknowledge you for your presence, for your power, for how deeply you love your mother, for the hurt that you've experienced, for the healing that you're here to do, for all of this and more. We acknowledge you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, Angela, if yeah. there's time, there's a couple people that have raised their hand and are interested in in going through this process with you. Uh, Caroline and Julian have both expressed interest. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Before we do that, I'm. I would 
I'm open to someone offering a share. What is it that, like in this process that Sandra was so vulnerable, that Sandra so vulnerably um, allowed us to experience, what can you take away? What is it that in your own process of asking for guidance that you can learn from witnessing um, this interchange? So who's open to sharing? Like, like actually speaking, <laughs> turning on your microphone. <laughs> Come on, people, don't be shy. They'll, they'll, they'll do it. I know they're getting there. I have full faith. Go ahead, Caroline. And me again. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Now I'm going to turn on my camera. Hi. It's nice to see Hi. you. Hi. Nice to see you, too. Um, actually, I, did, I didn't relate to the actual story, but what I did learn from it is that sometimes we're so hard on ourselves, and what we say about ourselves is really what we're projecting to others. And when people just look at the surface, they're going to listen to your word. And think, okay, well, if she says that she's not working enough, then she's probably right. She knows herself. So we believe that too. So I think um, it, what it made me understand is that sometimes we shouldn't listen to what people say, that deeper down they have a light and they do have like, a, because her, her, the real reason she was not working or doing what she wanted to do is because she loves her mom so much and she has such a greater, um, there was a, such a greater emotion there. So that's what really resonated with me is that I saw that uh, it it gave me a lot more compassion. It gave me um, like a, an example of seeing further than what you what you see in um, on the surface. I'm sorry, I'm French Canadian, so I I don't express myself in English with beautiful words. But anyways, um, so that's no, no judgment. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So exactly. I just did it. I just said it myself, uh, said what I was talking about, not to, to put yourself down, but that's what I think. I think that it's, uh, we need to, to look through the eyes of, of our hearts. Yeah. That's what I learned from this. Thank you. That's beautiful. Yes, absolutely. And that's one of the powerful pieces of this work, whether we're doing it for ourselves or others. And this is how mm -hmm. let me back up and say, I ended up learning some really powerful um, lessons when I first started doing readings for people kind of all over as I would travel. And I learned that it didn't matter what your life looked like on the outside, how young or old or rich or poor, how successful you were or were not. Everybody had this same these same struggles, these same experiences where mm -hmm. they had these deeper um, I'll just call them wounds we, where we all have these, these deeper wounds and that that yeah. is what the transformation is that's possible by doing this work. Yes. And I wanted to add that um, the lady who spoke, she was so beautiful and radiant at the end. I saw the light in her. So I, you're a very beautiful soul. That's what I wanted to tell you. Sandra is. Yes. Thank you so much. Sandra. And so, Jane, feel free to unmute yourself. You wanted to add something to this. Hi, sorry, I can't uh, go on video, but um, 
it just uh, reinforced digging a little deeper, going a little deeper, um, where we think we know or we're getting to the wound, but going a little deeper, a little deeper. And uh, I, th I think then we realize that, don't we? We, we feel it. And uh, I noticed that with uh, with uh, this uh, session, and uh, I think it was really quite meaningful to me, and uh, I think also uh, to Sandra. Yeah. So thank you for that. Thanks, Janet. Good to see you. find you Daniel yeah. all righty yeah um if we don't have any more um, responses then I'm happy to do one more demo somebody said they wanted to give up their spot I think so Caroline uh, volunteered to be a demo okay great and someone else but they decided not to is that right correct Caroline okay. are you okay I'm if I pin your video sure oh, yeah okay yeah okay okay lovely well, lovely to meet you yeah lovely to meet you too first of all i just want to say that i'm super lucky and that i am very grateful that you picked me that everyone else would have wanted to but thank you for picking me so as we say we need to ask for what we want so that's why i rose my hand <laughs> Beautiful. We're having a little bit of um, a difficulty with your internet. So if I ask you to repeat yourself at some point, it's just where things are a little glitchy. Okay. And so one thing okay. also when I have my, because I like to close my eyes when I'm receiving information, um, I may end up kind of checking back in with you by sound a little bit more because I won't be able to see if the screen is frozen or not. Okay. Okay. So have you ever had an intuitive reading before? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, remote reading on the phone. Great. Yeah, got it. So one of the things, um, let me just reiterate a couple of the pieces. One is that um, the clearer the question, the clearer the answer. So when you're asking information, and that's for the reasons that I shared earlier, which is that, that um, every aspect of the question has its own energy. And that's okay. important. Um, the other thing is, is that sometimes, as I said, the information may not make any sense to me, um, but I will share it with you anyway, because I've just had to learn to trust that process. Sometimes the images um, are a little, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? They're just not always things that we would see in real life, right? And so I okay. will ask your permission to share things that... <laughs> You know, just to share yeah. the images that I see with you because they're always meaningful. And sometimes even if something isn't, like if I ask you about a particular time in your life, for instance, sometimes it's something that we may not remember right away. Um, usually 90, 95% of the time, it is something that we've had in our past experience and we're just not remembering. But it's okay, even if that's not the case, because there's something else that's that's coming through in that transmission. Okay. Does that make sense? And things may be meta metaphorical yes. or literal. And so if it's, uh, we'll, we'll try to weigh in on that, how accurate that is. Sometimes it's it's kind of irrelevant, honestly, whether it's mm -hmm. literal or metaphorical. Um, but sometimes they can be, I had a somebody I did a reading for years ago who wanted information around a new uh, partner, like a, a, you know, a relationship partner, an intimate partner. 
And I said, it has something to do with green. Like, I don't know, maybe this person drives a green car and she ended up meeting someone named Forrest Green. <laughs> so, <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes it's very literal yeah. and sometimes it's not. Okay. Well, I understand. I get the same feeling. I'm not as advanced as you are, but whenever I get a knowing, I'm not sure if it's myself saying it or not. And I trust the process and I fully trust you. Let's go with it. Okay. All right. So I'm going to close my eyes and then I'll get settled. And then in just a minute, I'll ask you what your first question is. When the energy of the experience is closing down, like when, when everybody's ready to go, <laughs> um, then I will just say, what's your last question or we'll wrap it up. Okay. So, and this will be just a, this won't be a full reading. It'll be a little mini reading. Okay. Okay. You're okay. You're okay with whatever comes through that being shared with other people. Yes. Great. Okay. Just a minute. What's your first question? So my first question is, where should I focus my energy that will help me grow in my, my, where I could, my heart, my passion, and my soul in a business that will help me grow? Okay, I'm going to ask you, we had a little cutout of the um, internet, so I'm going to ask you to ask the question, but before you do that, going to ask you to be mm, as specific as possible okay okay so what kind of business will help me expand my soul okay thank you so i'm going to go with what i'm seeing and uh we never know like you never know what this is going to reveal over time right as we do the experience today but one of the things that i'm seeing for you is um has to do with pets. I have no idea if you are. Woo. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> so I'm seeing, I'm seeing dogs in particular. I have no idea if that's part of your realm or not, but let me just check in with you. I'm not sure if we've had an internet. Have we lost Carolyn or I'm here? Okay. 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 Yes. Sorry, I do so, love dogs. Oh, were you checking in with me? Okay, yes. yes I, I, I'm so in love with dogs. I love dogs. And I want more dogs. Okay. And so one of the things that's real possibility for you is, is opening up, mm, opening up to what the potential is in, you know, in this combination or in this culmination of moving toward your greater soul's purpose by working with animals. Um, it could go a couple of different directions and I'm happy to answer more questions about that if you want, but um, just let me know where you want to go with this. Yeah. I would like to know in what direction do you see, what is the main direction you see would be best for the highest good? Right. And so we want to um, be careful with the words as well, because yes, we can definitely work toward the highest good, but we're, we're, we don't, we never judge around things that something is best, for instance. So just an awareness in terms of how, how we work, because we don't believe that, mm, that we believe there are no shoulds. We don't believe in right and wrong in the same kinds of ways that mm, most people talk about them. So we just want to be, um, bring that to the awareness. So Let's check in. So it's interesting. So one of the things that I see for you 
And I'm not sure if you want to be using your intuitive ability or your spiritual path in order to work with animals or not. Um, we'd like to hear a little bit more about that from you. But I definitely yes. see... Yes. Okay, great. So one of the things that I see for you instead of, so sometimes when people are working with animals, what they do is they work specifically with um, one person at a time, one person and one pet um, at a time, but that's not what we're seeing for you. What we're seeing for you is you're working with multiple people at the same time. Um, And so that is um, something we can explore more about, but let's just check in and see where you are and what would be helpful for you at this moment. What would you like to know more about? I would like to know more about, uh, well, as you were saying, uh, it would be for multiple people. So basically it would be probably to help people online connect intuitively with their pets. Yes, but what we're saying is that it wouldn't just be one-on-one readings, for instance. It would be more in the ter- in, in terms of groups, like whether it's you teaching classes or whether it's you even in person working with multiple people and multiple animals at one time. But it's just, it's very obvious that it's not a one-on-one um, exclusive okay. situation, that it's it's a multiple people and multiple pets at the same time. And part of it feels that that's because um, you have a very mm, like effusive energy, right? You're very, you're very strongly grounded, very deeply grounded. And then you have this capacity for mm, sharing your energy in a way that could be very healing. And I get the sense that you could create this kind of um, container, like a, a healing container, for instance. So I'm not sure, but where are you with your mm, healing capacity in terms of healing, like healing energy for pets? Well, it's funny that you're talking about healing because I've been trying to do some healing work, but I'm just doing it intuitively and I haven't had any class on it really. And um, I would like to know, the next question would be, would it be healing for the pets or healing of the humans through the pets? Well, it would First, it would be, so, you know, those are all related things, right? <laughs> this <is a> continuum <laughs> of energy, this continuum of energy that is being shared, like, from you to the pet, to the person. And it's one of the reasons that it's it looks so important to have this as a collective, right? So it's almost um, like the healing, for instance, the healing of one pet is then transmitted to everyone who's there, right? And um, we also want to... Be clear about this concept of healing, wherein we don't believe that mm, we are external healers, right? Like Angela doesn't heal someone, they heal themselves. So what you can provide is a safe place, a safe container, an opportunity, the energy of healing, right? And allow the mm, pet in this case, the animal in this case, to then what's going to happen is that they have such a great capacity for a level of healing that we don't understand, right? That that is going to be transmitted to everyone who's there. So you're like inciting, you know, the experience, inciting the energy for the pet. And then the pet is then almost like doing this beautiful transmission, almost like healing transmission. And so it could be that you are helping, you are helping a group of people with their pets heal like heal quote unquote using that terminology heal their pets right you're walking them through the process of determining what's not what's wrong but what's what challenges the pets having and then through that experience giving them mm, the tools that they need 
in order to help their pet feel better. And then that is kind of like this collective healing experience. Wow. This brought uh, tears to my eyes. And that really means that it's my soul telling me that it's the truth. It's good. Beautiful. We're going to finish. Well, there. thank you so much. I don't want to take any more of your time. You're welcome. How are you feeling? Very good. Very uplifted and super inspired. Thank you. Good. What are you walking away with? Um, more clarity. And very. I'm very happy because this is truly an answer that I couldn't even have dreamt of. It's really touched based on everything that I want, you know? So um, that's how I feel. I feel very much inspired. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm so what happy. Would you, what would you like to be acknowledged for? Um, I would like, um, I don't know. Oh, I would like to be acknowledged for my courage to come on camera. Beautiful. And and tell me how you pronounce your name. Caroline. Caroline. Okay. My French yes. is, is rusty. So are you? All right. Beautiful. Amazing. Caroline, we acknowledge you. We acknowledge mm, the depth of you. We acknowledge how expansive you are, how connected. You are, we acknowledge your vulnerability in showing up and being on screen. We acknowledge your courage in every aspect of your life. We acknowledge that life has not been easy for you, that you've had to take a stand and make sacrifices. We acknowledge you for doing this work and for being in the radiant light that others can follow. For all this and more, we acknowledge you. Thank you. Thank you. This was great. Thank you. Alrighty, Daniel, let me find you. Great. So, um, thank you. Is for there that. any, yeah, do we, can we get one person to share a takeaway of what they? of what they're walking away with that can be on chat or if you're open to open to speaking that would be amazing as well take a feedback what about gabby <laughs> i just want to see you on screen <laughs> we are muted honey mute i hope go. my is my mic working yes you're Good. Gabby, are you okay if I put you on the video, or do you want to remain off the recording? Uh, no, you can put me on, no problem. Okay. Well, I have beautiful shivers, Angela. I had the privilege, I mean, I have to say that for the group, that I had the privilege to share a group energy with her for nine months. We were together in a group. So uh, I... Uh, always were struck by her way of showing up. Let's put it that way. But I never experienced now your real 
work, how you're doing that. And I showed up. I didn't write you an email. I wanted to make sure that I'm here tonight. So it was a little bit last minute organization. But I appreciated that you sent me the invite. And uh, I came out of sharing and curiosity because I felt the depth. I saw in you what you showed us in the group was more the business aspect of you. But I was always touched by there is something deeper. And what I want to share is the image that came up for me when you were working with those people. I, I By the way, through being with you, I realized that I have images. I'm more the sensitive, knowing person. I know something and I know it in my body. That's the right thing, that it doesn't come from my mind. That's a long story. But what I want to share with you, what really I got, your the capacity, uh, as in the opening meditation or practice you did with us, the alignment on the central energy line coming from, from up, 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 and going all the way down deep. And you have this beautiful, beautiful way of when people, and, and I say we, it happens to me also, when we get lost in the stories, they're on several levels, like the energy, like the nadis, like the acupuncture line energetically go out and get stuck like spider webs somewhere, and we cannot undo them. And that's where we tell our stories from that place, wherever that place is on whichever level. But you have this capacity. It really showed me when you spoke to Sandra and even to uh, uh, Carolyn to bring them back to the center line. Yes. And to heal that and not being drawn into all the little, it's like a tree. Instead of being drawn into all, all, all the little, little tiny uh, um, how do you say, the, the roots, they go out and out in the big net. We can get lost there. You have this energy capacity that brings the focus back to the center line. And then the center line is the big energy that we can heal and heal all our beliefs and our thoughts our, in my perspective and get and blast this, uh, the spider webs away. So anyway, that's the image that came up, up for me. And the second, as I wrote it in my comment, the capacity, the what I really learned to look at your, it, it sounds so structural, but we need that also in the energy. You have this, for me, this learning that I take away, the combination of the intuition and still having a rela reliable, relatable structure yeah. and not being carried away and using the both. So to have that pattern, seeing pattern, and see the important pattern that brings you back to the central line. Thank you. So okay. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but yeah. thank you. That's why I really appreciate, and I I, I learn from you. Thank you. thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. So I will um, just share this last little bit, and then I can take some questions if that's okay. Um, so earlier I mentioned I would share more if anybody wanted to go deeper or continue this process. And so um, I am going to be doing a class, and it's going to be in a couple of weeks. Let me see if I can find my information about that. Okay. Um, it's intuitive development for, it's technically it's intuitive development for women entrepreneurs, but it's relevant for anyone who considers themselves a woman who would like to attend that it's on September 14th and um, 
Daniel has a link for that, I believe, on the webpage, right? It's the special invitation. Um, the last day to register for that is on August 29th, which I believe is the last day for the replays. Um, so that's one way of continuing this process is to, I'm going to, in that process or in that call, I'm going to go even more deeply into this process and help you learn more about how to receive your own guidance and get clearer on what it is that you want. Um, and that, and there's also, if anybody would just, I also have a free, a free gift um, and that's called five intuitive shortcuts for growing a soul-based business and life. And that's also, I believe on the, I believe that's on the website. And if it's not, it's on my website. So, um, so the last piece of just the last step that I mentioned earlier, I mentioned it at the very beginning, but it's really important after you go through your intuitive process is to, uh, you know, Gabby was talking about the structure. It's to create a plan of action. How are you going to use the information that you learn to move towards your greater purpose? So I have a couple of steps for this. And I do have this um, analytical side of me, right? <laughs> I went to medical school. I have this very analytical side of me. And then there's also this, this side that's the much more intuitive side. So first of all, writing it down, being as specific as possible when you write down um, what your action steps are, being accountable to someone on a specific date. So there's a Harvard study that says you are 94% more likely to accomplish whatever it is that you set out to do if you write it down and you're accountable to someone. Then coming back to this idea of gratitude, being grateful for the inspiration of the questions, for the information that's shared, for the action you can take, for what will manifest in your life as a result of the action and for having the courage and vulnerability to be on this path. So what am I saying there? What I'm saying is that mm, living in gratitude is what makes things happen. Right? Living in gratitude is what makes things happen. That and um, Kundalini energy, but that's a whole conversation for another time. So. <laughs> So I'm going to stop there and see what questions you might have or what, what Daniel would like to offer in terms of conversation. So thank you for that. And invitation to anybody that wants to come forward and ask a question, either from what's been shared or something else, um, follow your own intuition on that. Um, there's no wrong question. Uh, in terms of um, what I would like to add to this conversation is um, bringing again this concept of the feminine and the masculine back into the into the fold. Angela, like she says, works mostly with women, but that's not exclusive of working only with women. If you are a man and you are aligned to her work and her way of being i'm sure she would be happy to accept you into a program provided that that program isn't exclusively designed for women because there are going to be some programs that are uh, so if you're interested in working with angela um, please reach out to her um, the information for how to connect with her um, is going to be on the description of of the information 
the special offer is time-based given that the program that she is offering is going to be held shortly so if you are listening to this after the fact reach out to her and find out what else she is working on um there's a i don't know if you've picked up on this but the way that angela works is very masculine which is interesting given that she focuses a lot of her work with women and so in the way that she approaches things there's a very strong masculine energy which brings a natural beautiful balance to the work that she does with women whether or not they're aware of it or not and whether or not angela is as aware of this or not um there's a lot there's a lot of emphasis emphasis already in her work towards connecting with that balance of the feminine and the masculine and something that i am learning more and more myself which is something that i want to bring up and i've and i've said this already but i will repeat it because it's worth mentioning somebody i work with a, a number of people and uh renee and anthony channel uh mary magdalene and yeshua and mary magdalene made a comment uh recently that i really loved which was the recognition that the masculine is birthed from the feminine energy which is something I had never really connected. But the idea that as a man, my true power as a man comes from my connection with the feminine. And understanding that, and both this also applies to women as well, that as you connect with and understand the power of your feminine energy, that gives rise to your ability to access and work through and live with your connection to the masculine energy in a much more balanced and powerful way um and so i just want to bring this up um for everybody to to understand that there's a beautiful balance uh in in that relationship yeah i'm gonna um just throw this piece out there as well is that i learned a lot more and i'm still continuing to learn a lot more about the masculine and feminine in that so I have a child, my oldest, my oldest kid is a non-binary person. And I remember, you know, there can be a lot of grief for parents who go through that experience. My child was transitioning. They're not anymore. But there can be a lot of grief for parents in that experience. And one of the things, I had this huge epiphany. I was doing a reading uh, for someone and I recognized that the collective, like there is no gender when I'm doing a reading. And I always use they, them pronouns, right? And so for me, my like knowing, my understanding at that moment was that we're we are evolving, right? We're evolving in ways that may not be obvious, they might be uncomfortable, but this the this complete separation of the masculine and feminine is starting to like weave its way together. Yeah, totally agree. And and I've heard it more than once that the reason that there are more children being born in this kind of environment where they don't feel an affinity towards one gender versus another is part of this unification that we as a collective are going more and more into. And, you know, the recognition that there is no distinction between feminine and masculine, that they are one and the same energy is what we are more and more going towards and you know i have always personified myself as a 
a feminine masculine in the sense that I'm comfortable with my masculinity and I'm not afraid to to share vulnerabilities and you know I can see another guy and say that he's good looking even though I'm not gay and have never been attracted to men but I can voice the fact that I can see another man as being attractive in my eyes or not and being comfortable with that was something that always separated me from a lot of my peers um and I'm bringing this up because why am I bringing this up? Very good question. I'm bringing this up because many of us are not clear with what it means to be either a woman or a man. And our society, unfortunately, has not been very good at helping us understand that definition. And so, though we have been brought up in a society that gives us stereotypes of what it is to be a man and what it is to be a woman, and what it is to be somebody that isn't either of them. These are all societal pressures and ideas. And we are more and more going towards a recognition to being genuine with ourselves and to understanding with compassion the collective nature of who we are. And so um, identifying with who you are as a masculine or a feminine person ultimately for me is about the invitation of recognizing that there is no distinction between the two and that there is a flow that happens naturally between the two and interestingly enough flow is the feminine side of the energy that works with the positive side of the energy which is about strength and power and protection but flow leads to that and so the feminine leads to the masculine which then leads back to the feminine which then invites us back into the masculine and then we find the neutral somewhere in between where we can tap into both equally and easily without distinction where we recognize that there is no separation between the masculine and the feminine i heard a really good um analogy uh, when i was doing my training as a tantra teacher which is that the masculine is the riverbanks and the feminine is the water right we need we need the riverbanks to contain <laughs> to give direction right so i felt like that was a really that was helpful to me in, in learning about those two concepts it's so. a beautiful metaphor does anyone have any questions about today anything that i can help with it's a quiet bunch <laughs> anything else that you um so let me ask you a question given that we've got a little bit of time if you're if you're willing to play with me i am always interested in um hearing what spirit has to say so if you can take a moment to connect with your team and see what parting messages they would like to leave us with that would be sure. that would be amazing if you don't mind me putting you on the spot no, I expected it. <laughs> so it feels like, uh, so one of the things that I'm hearing is that you may have a question. What is the question that you would like to ask, Daniel? That is a good question. I didn't think I had a question. Let me, mm. let me see if something comes up. As a man who is comfortable with being open 
to exploring the feminine, how do I understand what that is? Understand what that is. Meaning what, what is understanding that? what the feminine side of me is. Mm. So and, image that, mm-hmm. Sorry. And likewise, as a woman, how does she connect with and understand what the masculine side of her experience is? Mm. So those are two different questions, very different questions, different energies of that. So let's stick with the first one. So, um, so the first one was essentially, how do you mm, explore the feminine as a masculine person? Would you restate the question? So exactly that. So if I am identifying with the masculine aspect of my experience, how can I connect more with the feminine and still be genuine to who I am. Yeah. So when you, as, for, as soon as you ask the question, the image that I saw for you, the metaphor uh, or analogy is the is this of electricity, right? First, I saw electricity, and then I saw snakes, right? And the snakes are also part of this weaving together, the tantra, right? The weaving together, and so and so it feels like it's about continuing to mm, access and connect with and through energy in particular. So uh, something else that's coming up for you is, um, is, and I kind of jokingly mentioned it earlier, but it's now it's part of, (laughs) part of what's being offered to you is connecting greater and greater um, or more and more. I'm not sure if you've already, if you're already doing that or not um, with, with the Kundalini energy, right. And exploring that and expanding that and using that as a tool to experience first more of the feminine and then coming back into the structure of the masculine in order to be able to continue that process so have you had experiences with kundalini i have not no it's it's something that i'm curious to explore but have not put the time or or effort or energy into uh, developing that so and it's important and one of the reasons it's, be, it's being um, highlighted for you is that kundalini energy is um it's very most most of us on a spiritual path we live you know in our upper chakras we're up here we're up here we're up here kundalini brings you back into the body being in the body like think about how um there's nothing more feminine than a pregnant woman, right? Like being in the body is so incredibly important. And <laughs> how fitting that's how emotions can change. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry um, about that. That's okay. That's okay. So coming back into the body is incredibly important and powerful and that's one of the ways of connecting and moving into the feminine for you okay beautiful thank you you're welcome and so the flip side of the question for a woman Uh, to connect more with their masculine yeah we may continue that another time um It has to do, and I'm not getting really clear information right now because I had already popped out. So we'll come back to this another time, maybe in a, in a future conversation, a future call. But I'm being directed to um, third chakra, specifically the right side 
the right side of the third chakra. And Yeah, I'm curious about this because one of the things that I'm that I'm seeing is that in some ways it's about being future focused, which is not something I would have expected. And I'm not sure entirely where that's going. So I do feel like this is kind of um, not super clear information right now. And I'd rather come back to this another time since we had kind of already popped out. So perfect. Thanks. No, I appreciate yeah, that. Apologies for that. No, no apology needed. I mean, for me, a lot of the work that I do and the questions that I ask is um, always interested in the balance between things. Mm -hmm. um, I, I love the balance between the spiritual and the physical. I love the balance between the feminine and the masculine. And if I ask a question about how can men or how can I as a man connect more with the feminine, mm -hmm. likewise, I'm interested in how can a woman connect with the masculine and that's not only from a perspective of my own curiosity but it's also in order to support the community um, i like giving both options for people yeah and i think that's an important conversation to to revisit in the sense that maybe um delineating what what you mean by the masculine and not right now but because yeah. Because, you know, women, at least in our culture, have had to live in the masculine so much in terms of their everyday life. It's one of the biggest challenges that couples have in relationships, for instance, is that um, most often the woman's so much in the masculine, in the doing, in the making decisions, that that can be, um, can interfere with the polarity that's required in order to have, you know, um, stronger connection and an intimate experience. Yep. So yep. there's there's a lot of layers. There are a lot of layers in that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I appreciate that. One thing that I will add, um, the and again, please correct me if I'm wrong, but the answer of using the, deepening my understanding of kundalini energy and how that relates as it allows me to connect with the feminine and to understand the fluidity of that relationship I could see how that would also apply for women that are looking to better understand the masculine. In some ways, and I'm, I'm not sure why I'm hearing this, but it feels a little bit. Mm, it's the, the flow of the Kundalini. So without going, without going into all of it, um, I'll just say that in this, in, in the question that you're asking, what I'm hearing is that in the flow of the Kundalini, that's more about being in the feminine hmm. than, than it is about being in the masculine. So it's interesting, you know, it's interesting. Maybe absolutely worth coming back to absolutely. sometime. Yeah, definitely, definitely interesting. So thank you again for everything that you've shared. Uh, once again, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? Yep, they can go to my website, which is theartofsuccessforwomen.com, theartofsuccessforwomen.com, um, or yeah, I'll just type it in here. And of course, all the information will be written in the description of um, 
that'll be linked with the with the recordings. Right. Um, yeah, and they can if they want to um, sign up for the upcoming class or get the the free five intuitive shortcuts, then they can get that from your site as well. Beautiful. Thank you very much for everything that you've shared. Um, Thanks, everybody. It's been lovely. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys all for being part of this experience and for sharing and being open uh, to volunteering your time and, and your space with the rest of us. We will see you again tomorrow, starting 1 p.m. Eastern um, with Hyla Casey. Um, so that'll be a really, really good conversation, especially for parents that are working with children that are uh, energy sensitive. That's an area that she specializes in, which is very um, pertinent to a lot of the questions that I've had come through today. Uh, so I just want to bring this up. Um, and then we have Denise Manch, who uh, works a lot with our um, animal companions. And then we're going to finish off with Catherine Flynn, who has a, a strong connection with the Druids, which is going to be really exciting as well. So looking forward to being with you guys tomorrow. Information will be emailed to you guys as always. Um, until then, being spirit, being human, and simply being from love. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for being part of this incredible experience. We hope that this session has inspired a new level of understanding within you, allowing you to expand more easily into the essence of your true self and become an even more powerful alchemist in your own life. We invite you to listen to the session again and again in order to go deeper each time and expand even more, have it be via the replays or the unlimited access package. If you have enjoyed being part of this event, we invite you to tell your friends so that they can join us in the future. We are grateful that you are here and we thank you for co-creating this experience with us. Until next time, we leave you with being spirit, being human, and simply being from love.